Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to President, Patriot or Puppet. You know, most Americans don't want to hear this, but what we're witnessing is a massive shift in global power. Through the ballish president we have, China is catching up to us in a multitude of ways, and they're getting tired of playing second fiddle to the United States. In fact, China is already surpassing the U.S. in a number of key areas. China accounts for more global trade than anyone else in the world. China imports more oil from Saudi Arabia than anyone else in the world. China imports more oil overall than anyone else in the world. It's not being projected that Chinese GDP will surpass the U.S. GDP in 2017. You know, in previous discussions, I've discussed why having the reserve currency of the world is so important to the United States and what would happen if it was not, and that is that we would lose our right to print money. Now, again, that would take up a whole show, and just leaving that out there for purposes of all of the uh, people who are joining me today to you know, take a, a liking to. You know, a president who could care less about America or our economy has an agenda through his executive fiat. Contrary to popular, popular belief, we professional polit, you know, political scientists, I guess I like to call us from the left, and you know, other more colorful names that they call us, like those of us on this radio program, do not lie. This accepted rule of the political road is based on our ethics and reflects our moral fiber and values. We, on this radio program, as political gunslingers, I love to refer to us as, have never been hampered by the troublesome burden and overzealousness devotion to our honesty. In fact, we love honesty and are not politically correct, so you will hear the truth. Our professional mandate has everything to do with what's good for our country and our fellow Americans. Our job is to give political advantage to our boss. We hope that the president would listen to this, which is the American people. Only the left-wing amateurs, not excluding the residents of 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, lie. A lie can and usually will come back and kick you in the south end while you're headed north. Within the ranks of the left wing of real prose of spin, a spin doctor's merit is based on his skill to twist the truth into a pretzel, but not actually say anything that can be proven to be materially, in short, the real left wing pro will distort and deceive, but never expose that real lie. No greater example of political professionalism can be found than the current left-wing attempt to defend Obama with the fact that Bush actually used the power of the pen more times than Obama with no regard for congressional approval. Sounds like a valid defense of Obama on the surface, right? Indeed, the statement based strictly on being technically correct, stands as true. However, while technically valid, the number of times the power of the pen was used by Bush, as compared to Obama, is pure political spin and well-orchestrated deception. Bush did indeed use the power of the pen with no regard for congressional approval regarding tons of executive orders that had no real effect on any law of the land or our pocketbooks. It should be noted that the president is the nation's top administrator, hence never given credit for this part of his job that was frankly dull and tedious. Bush, per the 
advice of a fine bunch of uh, unsung junior uh, staff heroes was constantly finding ways to improve the administrative tasks of various departments and correcting various forms of procedures to make those departments, like the VA is a classic example, more efficient via the executive action. While changing a VA request form for medical benefits to an easier-to-read version never got media attention, the job was much appreciated by the vets. When the chief executive uses his executive authority for such dull administrative actions, he builds a ton of numbers in the tally book for executive orders. A good analogy would be to say, Mr. Smith broke the law eight times this year, and Mr. Jones only broke the law twice. We need to mention that Mr. Smith's eight parking tickets failed to compare with Mr. Jones's armed robbery attempts at two banks. Now, this comparative reality check would obviously conclude that the guy with the two violations had a more notable criminal record than the fellow with the eight car violations. The attempt to get the public to focus on the number of executive orders rather than the nature of those orders is nothing short of political genius. It is honest. Well, is it honest? Well, that's another story. All right, there is nothing wrong or illegal with the absolutely necessary use of the executive decisions that require executive orders from the president that do not require congressional approval. The basic job description of the chief executive demands that he or she not be administratively crippled by the hurdle of congressional approval on all large or small policy or procedural decisions. The question at hand is not how many times the president has used the power of the pen, but has that use of his power violated the law? I submit that the proper use of such executive action is not only constitutionally mandated via his position as our nation's chief administrator, but he simply cannot function with any degree of efficiency without the extensive use of such procedure within the law, of course. It is the improper and illegal use of that power that is in question here. Indeed, to fail to get congressional approval in the spirit of the administrative efficiency is one thing. But making executive decisions within your constitutionally mandated job description, Bush, for example, however, the intentionally circumventing of the will of Congress by legislating from the Oval Office is quite another. Obama, for example, there is nothing wrong with the, the extensive use of a hammer as a necessary tool. The amount of times you swing a hammer is of no consequence. Whether you're hitting a nail or someone in the head is the real issue here. Now, I really want you to listen to the words directly from Obama's mouth. A bit of a flip from what we saw in the 2008 campaign where then-candidate Obama said this. You know, I taught constitutional law for 10 years. I take the Constitution very seriously. The biggest problems that we're facing right now have to do with George Bush trying to bring more and more power into the executive branch and not go through Congress at all. And that's what I intend to reverse when I'm President of the United States of America. That's what we're protecting. Don't mock the Constitution. Don't make fun of it. Don't suggest that it's un-American to abide by what the founding fathers set up. It's worked pretty well for over 200 years. I taught the Constitution for 10 years. 
I believe in the Constitution, and I will obey the Constitution of the United States. We're not going to use signing statements as a way of doing an end run around Congress. We're not going to use signing statements as a way of doing an end run around Congress. All right? But America does not stand still, and neither will I. So wherever and whenever I can take steps without legislation to expand opportunity for more American families, that's what I'm going to do. We're not going to use signing statements as a way of doing an end run around Congress. All right? Uh, I've got a pen, and I've got a phone. Uh, and I can use that pen to sign executive orders uh, and take executive actions and administrative actions that move the ball forward. Uh, is this how government is supposed to work? Only 23% saying yes, 74% saying no. In the DREAM Act, which is exactly what you've talked about, where right. he essentially he passed a law by executive order that the Congress had rejected. That is unbelievably unconstitutional. He's done that over and over again on immigration, climate on change, drug laws, climate change, and of course on Obamacare, which he has unilaterally altered uh, uh, lawlessly at least 15 times. I would love to have some great response first from my co-host, Michael Talley. Morning, David. That was an excellent, excellent set of recordings. It shows how he lied when he tried to get elected and did exactly the opposite, which he does all the time. He'll lie, try to get people excited, and they'll do the opposite. Right now, it just it just occurred that now he wants to ruin the First Amendment. He wants his people, researchers or spies, in every newsroom across the country, stepping all over the First Amendment. He wants to make sure they only report what he wants them to report. Absolutely. This is going to be a field test in Columbia, South Carolina, and it's going to include newspaper and Internet contact. This guy is ruining the country. He's destroyed the Air Force. The number of ships we have now is worse than we had in 1947. We have Valerie Jarrett coming out saying that the Americans are hungry for Obama to act like an imperial president. You were talking about China. He's taken so much time on the Keystone Pipeline to pander to his base. China's going to eventually end up with the oil from Keystone. And they're going to walk over us. They're providing more goods than we're providing, even though they're lead-tainted. They're not good goods, but he's still providing them. You have an idiot like Curry out there claiming that global warming is as bad as nuclear war and terrorism. This guy is a certifiable idiot. I mean, I don't want to say anything nasty about him because, you know, who doesn't like the Sesame Street characters? You know, you and know, Big Bird is out there it. doing his best. <laughs> yeah, he's an idiot, a complete idiot. Yeah, I mean, that's being nice. Yeah. And they're also, now the uh, NSA wants to go out and be able to track everybody's license plate. They want to totally spy on us. They want to ruin the First and Second Amendment. They're walking all over the Fourth Amendment. These people have to By the way, did we you hear about the, what he wants to do with Fox News and, and the rest of the news agency? He wants to tell them how to present news. <laughs> yeah, he wants to I put just, a spy I, I in every hearing. newsroom yeah. to restrict them. He hates Fox this is actually a president that comes out and says, don't listen to Fox News, don't listen to Rush Limbaugh. Mm-hmm. I mean, a president, of course he's not a president, he's a phony figurehead. Oh, certainly. Valerie Jarrett is really the one that exactly. is pulling the strings along with Soros. Yeah. But the things this idiot says, yeah. I mean, the, it's, it's incredible. Yeah. Craig Anderson, jump in here. Well, let me tell you, I'd like to respond to that, but the federal government has told me I'm not allowed because I do actually write a blog every day. Uh, You know, the idea that you're going to put your spies in the newsrooms around the country, whether it be television, uh, broadcast, or print media, is absolutely a violation of the First Amendment. Now, part of it is they want to tell the news organizations, here's what we want you to report on, and here's what we want you to say, and here's how we want you to say it. 
The other side of that coin is that they're going to be listening in to what different news organizations, especially Fox, is planning on reporting. So they can give a heads up to the White House and the administration, say, hey, here's what Fox is thinking about doing today, or here's what this newspaper, or here's what that radio station is thinking about doing today. Absolutely. And there's no end to Either that. way, it's dangerous. Yeah, either way, it's horribly dangerous because it takes the press and stifles their ability to report a story in, and I, I don't want to you know, sound like Fox News, but in a fair and balanced way. No reporter, no television station, no editor, no producer will feel free to report a story as breaking news until they clear it with the federal government first. Yes, and they're not lying, period, by God. As soon as they say it, because certainly they have the proof, the IRS, for example, right? Yeah. Let's bring in our our friend, Dr. Mark Davis. Uh, I have three points to make based on what you said. Number one, Bush had 291 executive orders. Through two, uh, February, um, Obama had 170. And Bush used many of those to execute two wars, to manage the wars. So it, it, he wasn't stepping around Congress at all. The Constitution, Article uh, 2, Section 1, only mentions executive powers. Article 3 uh, would tell you that uh, he has to faithfully carry out the, his oath of office. But nothing about executive uh, privilege or uh, mandates that he's allowed to put forward to go around Congress. That's, that's treasonous in a sense if you read the uh, Constitution uh, directly. Uh, the other thing is uh, Bush, Bush did not go around Congress much, not that I remember. Do you remember him ever going around for immigration or for... Oh. For a he, global warming, anything like no, that? No, he actually went. He went yeah. a, according to uh, his guidelines, which were to make things more efficient, not change laws or yeah. or to implement laws or, or whatever from the White House. Now that is exactly it. It's not the quantity of the executive order. That's what I was yeah. trying to get at. It's yeah. the actual fact that he was breaking the law. He is a treasonous president, and yeah. we should hold him accountable. And for uh, Valerie Jarrett to stand up in the in the White House and say and say that the American people want President Obama to be more like a dictator is yeah. is you know I, I really don't understand how the people and it's a complacency thing and I got I have to tell you what a client of mine told me the other day when she was talking to me and I said well why haven't you why did you take the advice of your doctor? Choice matters. And when you took the uh, the advice, which was to take this drug, and it made you do X, Y, Z, which is the reason she was there, why didn't you think about choosing the uh, natural wellness way? And she said, well, it's, it's really kind of natural human uh, error because we're always wanting someone else to be responsible for us. Now, that was such a, a complete calamity in my brain i had to bring it up today i mean it's the absolute atrocities we the people are causing we're lazy we don't want to go to the voting booth and we don't educate ourselves before we go to the voting booth and what we're creating is what we deserve tell me i'm wrong that's absolutely correct these people listen to the CNNs and MSNBCs of the world, and that's where they get their news. I know people that I believe are intelligent that are clueless as to what is happening. They don't know about Obamacare. They don't know about his violation of the Constitution. They do, I don't know if they don't pay attention. I, do, I don't understand it. People have to pay attention. We've got to be talking to everybody we can to make them pay attention. Absolutely. A few days ago, I had a conversation with an Afro-American woman about 50 years, 50 years old. She says to me, uh, you know, Obama, Obama didn't cause all this financial morass. It was caused by Bush. I said, so to get even, Obama came in to destroy the health care system <laughs> to get even with Bush. I said, it's, it's the mindset. The mindset is there. They don't believe that, that, that Obama is doing anything wrong with the country. He inherited everything. And Obama was very clever in his ability to get it to penetrate these people's minds, as we could see. Well, these people don't think. They don't yes. balance and weigh. They don't see what's happening at work. Yes. 
they don't see what's happening with their medical plan. I talked to my own daughter last night. She's in her mid-30s. And she said somebody actually quit the college that she was working at because with the increase in the insurance he's got to pay and the, and the increase in the, the deductible, can't afford to work there anymore. He had to go get another job. This is going to be well, and that's, more this year. Yeah, go ahead. You know, that's, that's what we're seeing with the CBO, too, right yeah. now. Is they're coming yeah. out and they're saying that, you know, Obamacare is going to keep people from working as many hours uh, because literally the more you work, the more you have to pay uh, for your Obamacare insurance. And so that is going to force people not to work as much because they can't afford the Affordable Care Act. And, and we're already seeing that. Mike, you bring up a great example there. And, you know, you look at, at the effect that between Obamacare and this, uh, you know, proposed forced $10.10 per hour minimum wage, and you look at the effect that that's going to have on the employers of the United States, where they're going to have to either raise their prices to where people can't afford their goods or services, or they're going to have to cut their workforces back. So but Obama's equation, the economy. in Obama's equation, the employer doesn't come in. He doesn't care about the employer. He doesn't care how many people are going to be kicked off the job rolls. It never enters his mind. It's for the people, not the employer. Specifically, this is Frederick Engels and Marx. Definitely, all for the people, none for the people who produce the products. So that's why he's, de- he's delayed. He's, that's why he's delayed the the ruling of uh, employer mandate till after the midterm election. He knows yeah. the House of Cards are going to fall as soon as they come out, and the, all of the employees get to take a bite of the apple, which is poison, and realize that this is a, a, a Ponzi scheme that is going to go real bad in their pocketbook. And it's not legal to well, do what he did. Yeah. You can't change the no, uh, Obamacare. It's, it's a law. It's, it's the law of the land. This is what they told us before the last Oh, This is the law of the land. You can't, you can't mess with the law of the land. Well, Obama's messed with it now 29 separate times. Here's the problem. When you, when you start doing that, you are subjected, we, the American people, are subjected to the whim and will of one single person. That is not what our founders and framers set up for us. No, he's not smart enough to do this on his own. Like yeah. David was saying, Bush made executive orders, but there was a reason for it. This guy's making executive orders day after day. That hurts the country. Obamacare is a totally destructive device. It's going to hurt so many employers. They have to pay a dollar ten an hour to somebody they were paying seven and a quarter, seven fifty an hour. That can't come off their bottom line. They aren't making enough to be able to throw away. 10, 15% of their bottom line just to satisfy Obama's little ego. can't be done, and they won't do it. You know, we did that well, uh, little show, uh, Don't Cry For Me Argentina. Remember that? And then it's yeah. not changing, <laughs> Don't Cry For Me America. Well, that's exactly what's happening right here. Those mean old employers, those mean old rich people that create jobs, and we need to get in their pocketbooks. They're making too much profit. We'll, de- we'll determine how much profit they should make, or if they should make any at all, and we will tell them what they're going to pay people. This is what destroyed uh, the uh, free enterprise. I mean, they were one of the largest economies in the entire world. Down the tubes they went. You know, history replays itself. And how the hell can we not look in the dictionary and say, let's look up the word insanity. We keep doing the same things over and over, and each time we expect a different outcome. Well, we got too many people that are in his base that want food stamps. Food stamps have gone up incredibly by a third, I think that's the yeah. number, since he's taken office. That's what the agriculture uh, bill has. Unfortunately, the boy's been out, able to play 160 rounds of golf. <laughs> I think he's trying to catch up to the number of executive orders he's put out. <laughs> what's that card called? I mean, called? God forbid he come back from his vacation in Hawaii and play golf. Yeah, what's that card called, EBT or something? I forget what it yes, is. Yes, yeah, that's the uh, benefits that, card. Yep. You go yeah. to any ATM and get money when you're in the casino. Yeah. You put your ATM, you put it in there. <laughs> you can go right into a store, right next yeah. to a grocery store over here near where I'm at, and it says, we accept EBT. And I just simply walk around in there just to kind of educate myself and look at what is being purchased and, and the 
abuse of money. There isn't even any groceries in there. You know, I cannot imagine what our entire world here in America is coming to when we have reduced the JFK leg up program to the Al Sharpton Jesse Jackson. This is entitlement for blacks only. We need these people are entitled to X Y Z, and that is where we are sinking. We are sinking to the fact that number one. We have to be so politically correct and be so ashamed of what our forefathers did that we can just let you know a, a, a class of people begin to get things for nothing, and we entice them to never achieve. What yeah. in the hell is wrong with us? Well, well, well there is all about. Yeah, that's right. Got to be given something. I, I think it's really fascinating. New York with uh, the communist uh, De Blasio, when you got Cuomo up there, both certifiable as far as being put in the idiot hall of fame <laughs> they don't want anybody that's conservative in new york and they've as much as said so now remington is moving out we're going to go to alabama so going to spend so, so it was hannity like he was fired right <laughs> yeah. Hannity was, yeah. it, it says he was says he he's not welcome there anymore so he's moving out <laughs> yeah that's that's what well, you want to do in in my article this morning, I actually wrote this line, uh, referring to Obama. I said, this moron, Obama, masquerading <laughs> as an economic super genius, is actually mandating the law of diminishing returns. And when you look at Obamacare, when you look at the, the food stamp program, when you look at the minimum wage thing, this is exactly what he's doing. He's creating more and more people that are taking from the system and fewer and fewer people that are putting into the system. Exactly. Eventually, it's going to collapse. Excellent summary. We're going to exactly right. get the feeling, why should we exactly keep working right. to support somebody that's not? Sure. Government and I would regulation. Feel that way. Yeah, government regulation differs from government management. Government involves the administration of the properties and, and realms of which the government owns, of course, is management of the property they own, But it's like the, the parks and things like that. But for them to get into and try to run things, come on, do we have to keep saying the, the post office over and over? They cannot run crap. There's nothing they can do that will ever be a viable thing. Now we're, uh, we're finding out that Obamacare is going to expand the government even more and increase it, the debt by another trillion dollars. What in the hell is wrong with us? We, we've well, got, got to, to be able look to around and see the post offices in the area that have closed. Yeah, They're yeah. not there anymore. Now the Democrats have a new tagline. So they're referring to Medicare and Social Security as entitlement programs. Not entitlement programs. We're not into that. Pay into Social Security for 50 years, and it's now it's an entitlement program, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. We had sticker shock yesterday. Our blue course policy is coming due April 1st. Our payment monthly now is $1,185. It's going up to over $2,200 a month, an 82% increase. It's amazing. I'm going to drop it. I'll probably get some catastrophic insurance. We don't use it anyway. The deductible is five thousand dollars it's ridiculous and they and this is a gift to the insurance companies through obamacare they're doubling the prices and they're getting away with it if you run to the exchanges it's a it's going up there anyway so either way you're going to get screwed and that's what's happening here and the blacks here in maryland 30 percent of them 30 percent of these guys and most of these people are either state workers county and municipal workers and they're getting freebies yesterday yesterday anthony brown potential running for governor. He's the assistant governor right now. He says, we don't give enough um, contracts to black businesses. That is nonsense. They get a disproportionate amount of money of the $39 billion the state has. There's only 5.8 million people in this state. So we're seeing this black cultural thing going through the state, going through the country. And as you guys aptly said, uh, they're bringing the country down. All these entitlements and a lot of them are disproportionately going to certain subgroups in the population. Absolutely right. That's one of the reasons or excuses Obama's using and the FCC for bringing people into all the newsrooms. Yeah. We want to make sure that the minorities are getting and have access to the correct information. 
And who's the determination of what Obama, Obama says, our miscreant president, and I hate using the word president with him, but that's what he considers reason to puts a stalker in every newsroom across the country. Yep. Again, pandering to his non-working base. And I don't care if you're black, white, pink, or purple. If you're not working and you can, you're a slug. Yeah. You know, the argument for well, you know, government regulation of business was made prominent by Ralph Nader. Remember, turn back the clock? We started that moral argument from uh, regulation, and, and we have grown ex- exponentially since that point in time. Go ahead, Craig. Well, I was just going to comment on something that Mark said. And, you know, I don't know if you guys uh, are aware of it or or have heard about it, but over in Portland, Oregon. Now, first of all, Oregon is about the only safe place in the nation right now because you can't sign up for Obamacare there. Their $160 million website doesn't work. But in Portland, uh, a couple of weeks ago, the Portland African American Leadership Forum chased away a proposed Trader Joe's grocery store that was going to build on a vacant lot on a corner in uh, a North Portland neighborhood. And the reason for, for throwing them out, for not allowing them to build there, and let me quote from the Portland African American Leadership Forum, Trader Joe's would increase the desirability of the neighborhood for non-oppressed populations. <laughs> now, think about that. Think about that. Here's what they're saying. The, that Trader Joe's is saying that people who are not oppressed would come into that neighborhood and spend their money in a store that would hire employees from that very neighborhood to work in the store that would have been built by a minority-owned local contracting business and thus elevate the appeal of the neighborhood for everybody who lived there, and they don't want that. Isn't that incredible? There's no other excuse for the word ignorance. Where is it? Mike, is there a better word than ignorant? It's just appalling. We've, We've got to call it what it is. And, and we on this radio program are not politically correct. I don't care if you're writing a blog, Craig. We're not politically correct. <laughs> we don't want to be. <laughs> you guys are good. There, there will be no use for the fact that we have people exploiting the color of the skin of yeah. someone who matches their color. The Al Sharptons of Jesse Jackson, they run into an area and they get all bloused up and blow their dress up and say this <laughs> and this over a certain thing that's taking place simply to make them money. And we have the low-informed out there that buy into that crap. You know, it's just too much We've got to be able to find that realm. I don't know how to reach the the millennial group, but I guarantee you, if at least because they have been uh, dumbed down in the schools, you know the uh, the organizations out there that are keeping the schools uh, dumb because yeah. dumb people are easier to control. Yeah, you know. And look at those people who go out on the streets and interview. You know, it's it's out there. The existence of ignorance is there. And I, I guess we call it the prominence of it now because that's what's being produced. Yeah. Well, now Obama's got people going out knocking on doors to sell Obamacare. Yes, very much. They're going door-to-door. They have navigators at $35 an hour to tell you uh, where to go, how to do it. And these people, half of them can't speak English. They're they're pandering to the uh, Hispanic group. So you see it. see it around here. And we're paying for it. Yes, very much so. You're not going to get a a single uh, solitary person to agree that the Spanish people are out for themselves. Now, think about it. They're enticed to come over here by, what is it, Mike, the uh, uh, printing material that Obama has put over there to show them yeah. how to oh, yeah. game the system yeah. and, uh, and the like. So, yes, we, we have got a problem, and I don't think it comes down to education. I think it comes down to greed. If there is... A lot of people want to throw the word greed up 
the latter to the person creating the jobs, but I don't think the, the word fits as well as it does at the bottom of the people with their hand out. I know uh, that that uh, uh, little uh, recording of a radio station in Austin, Texas, about the uh, the host was interviewing a person who was on welfare. Do do y'all recall? I think I sent that out yeah. to everybody. To, yeah. to yep. Listen, mm-hmm. it's incredible how the person just blatantly comes out. Are you crazy? I would. I am not going to work. I'm. Uh, who in their right mind would go to work? I'm paid not to work. And she admitted all of that and was asked, well, are you going to be training your son to not work? Well, that's going to be up to him, but he would be stupid to work if you right. paid not to. <laughs> God forbid we have people working. Yeah. There was a radio station on this morning that was talking to a local Democratic congressman. They were talking about illegal immigration, and this guy goes into the typical spiel, well, my parents were immigrants. Whoa, we're talking illegal immigration, not people that came legally. Yeah. My grandparents came legally. Yeah. Yes, please, the word illegal is, is uh, the optimal word here. When a person comes here legally, that's what we all did. We came here, immigrated here, went through the system, blah, blah, blah whatever our ancestors did to get here. It was not uh, stealing a car and getting away with it for 10 or 15 years, and then somebody says, oh, well, you, you're a good guy, so let's go ahead and give him amnesty here and, and let him uh, uh, continue on his life and, and to hell with the, the laws he broke. And, no, it's not going to happen like that. And so it's the same thing here. You know, everybody wants to think in terms of a, a mindset that we need to stay involved with, which is all of our past should be swept under the rug. It's what our leader says now that's important. I've even had somebody in a group tell me who better to uh, demonstrate how the, the Constitution is wrong other than our wonderful constitutionalist president. Can you? Are you going to puke yet? This is not something <laughs> that, constitution I, was that I love to hear. That's the one yeah, I want exactly. To what constitution is he talking about, Mark? That's yeah. perfectly correct. Yeah. This guy was not a constitutional scholar. Yeah. Nobody knows yeah. what he was. Yeah. Nobody knows his right. history. Yeah. Nobody yeah. knows where he came from. You read it out of a book from Karl Marx. <laughs> yeah, right. exactly. exactly. That's where he learned the word constitution. Yeah, there is no – look at what he says out of his yeah. mouth. Period. You know, he's he's destroyed that word. Period. I I yeah. have to, I have got to try to get myself to quit using it because that means yeah. effectively I have just lied to you. Period. Yeah. <laughs> period. Yeah. Yeah. That's for sure. He's a great he's sophist, though, for sure. He's an excellent yeah. sophist, Obama. Yeah. Well, you know, you're you're talking about the uh, the immigration situation and the the situation with illegal immigrants, and you know, right now today, Obama is down in Mexico, and I can only assume that the only reason he went down there was to restock the brochure shelves on how to get over here <laughs> no, without no, paying or, or standing here. in line. He wanted a good taco, so he took an Air Force One. Them. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, there you go. He spent sixteen million to go down there to get a good taco. Yes. <laughs> See, these guys can't take care of themselves enough. They have a birthday party for Michelle with all the Hollywood people coming in. Yeah. And they have one celebration after another. It's really getting in the way of his golf game. You better be yeah. careful. That's right. Yeah. Exactly. 160 golf games already, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. You know, did you see that picture that uh, I put it out there on Facebook, but it was so wonderful. It said, uh, you know, uh, China is planning on having a man on the moon by uh, 2020, I believe, is the, the year. Yeah. And and it had uh, a, a picture of the moon with the flag up there, you know, like we had, and a picture of a man uh, leaning on his golf club up there who looked amazingly like uh, <laughs> Obama. And it says, hey, I've got a good idea for the guy. <laughs> yeah, do it tomorrow. Take him and put him up there. <laughs> they should put the picture of Obama looking like Satan. Have you seen that picture? Oh, yeah, that's yeah. great. <laughs> that was the one of them in college token on his little uh, doobie. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Well, we can't. I, I didn't inhale. Right? 
Only he admitted inhaling. That's right. Clinton didn't inhale. It was it was. Uh, <laughs> he admitted <laughs> inhaling. It doesn't talk much about smoke use. Well, yeah, Clinton. Clinton, I was Clinton in didn't too. inhale. Obama has yet to exhale. Yeah, he's and, not exhaled yet. <laughs> they did the puff oh, and pass with yeah. the same one. Yeah. And now we got Hillary to worry about. Oh my gosh, that's horrible! I can't believe people think that she's feasible. I mean, look at Benghazi; she did nothing. Of course, no, Obama's no. done nothing in the uh, the Senate in no. Illinois, and nothing in the U.S. Senate. But people still fall for this. They say, "Well, it's time for a woman." No, 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 no. That's not a parameter. It's time for somebody with intelligence. That eliminates Clinton altogether. <laughs> Absolutely. Actually, actually, the Hillary and Bill supposedly, supposedly have high IQs. Hillary supposedly had a stroke prior to the Benghazi hearing. Do you remember her wearing two-inch glasses? She's limping in. She's skipping words. And now she's all better. How do you get better? This wasn't a transient ischemic attack. This was a full, solid stroke, according to her doctors. Now she's great. She's walking around giving speeches at $400,000 a pop. Give me a break. Well, that's why she went. She said she was sick. She couldn't attend the Benghazi hearings. Of course. And then we have Rice attending the uh, the hearings, and people asking her questions. Why did she go on the five networks and say it was because of a video? And she's out there lying. I mean, you can't find anybody in this cabinet. First of all, you can't find anybody in this cabinet that's not Muslim. But you can't find <laughs> anybody that hasn't lied. Curry, here's the, this is what we're about right here, and that is about the American complacency. You know, it's, it's a kinder word, really, gentler. It's uh, descriptive of how the, the really apathy is the real word here. You know, for too long, our entire country, as, as long as everything is hunky-dory in the neighborhood, and the individual enjoys the benefits of... Uh, prospering a little bit in his backyard, you know, they, they tend to look no further than their own backyard. And this is the thing that I want to scream to the top of the the mountains is people have got to start paying attention. I mean, you know, our the end is near. Take away the printing press, number one. People are not even aware of that when we get involved with uh, not being able to print all the money, that we, the phony money to pay the interest, well, what's going to happen? Well, guess who guaranteed all of that, okay? Every American, everything yeah. you own now is well put, yeah. not there. Don't try to go to a bank. Yeah. They're closed. Yeah. <laughs> they're going to run. As soon as they know the money is dropping in value, the next day there will be a run on every bank in the country. That's what's happening right now. The dollar is worth four cents what it was worth in 1913 as opposed to today. Four percent. It's amazing. Well, and every Democrat that's out there saying how good the Obama recovery is says, look at the stock market. The stock market's doing great. The stock market has been a phony <laughs> indicator for such a long time. Yeah, excellent. Well, well put. Yes, very much yeah. so. Oh, yes. Quantitative easing, excuse yes. me. Keep printing the damn money. What do you think the stock market's going to do? You know, there's, right. not, there's nothing about yeah. it that is, that is nothing other than phony. And that, money and that Ponzi scheme is about to come apart. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you something, guys. You quit printing that money, and the stock market is going to come out of the stratosphere like Felix Baumgartner. <laughs> it's going to be down around 5000 So true. So true. Very good. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. And that's, do you, that's do you, why, sorry. I was going to mention, do you really believe in your heart of hearts that Facebook is worth $100 billion when they have assets maybe of $100 million? I mean, come on. A Google's worth twelve hundred dollars. It, it's amazing how they're pricing these stocks, and and this is what's drawing the market up. So it's 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 artificially inflated, and like you said, it's going to fall apart in one or two days. That's exactly what happened in nineteen eighty seven. It happened in nineteen twenty nine. It happened in uh, nineteen seventy two. So we're going to see the market collapse, and it's going to be a very bad collapse this time. Well, Mark, you're you're absolutely right, and let me just give people a word of warning here. When you see uh, an outfit like Google or Facebook dump themselves out of the market, run yeah. to the bank as fast as you can, get everything you can, and head for the hills. Yes. Because yes. it's over. Because yes. they're going to get 24 hours advance warning. 
Yes, they will. They will get it. The market's going to collapse. It's coming. You could see the omens are up there. I've listened to the economic shows. I was on two of them this week, two, two syndicated shows. And we, we, we were discussing how this will, uh, as it, it bloats, it's a bloated market, literally. Just like in 1998 when, when the electronic, the transitionals collapsed at that time, we're seeing that that's, it's going to drop eight or 9,000 points this time. People, wealth is going to be wiped out completely. Billionaires become Look, thousandaires. Yeah. Well, the, we've uh, allowed... The stock market right now... Oh, yeah, I was just going to say, the stock market right now is yeah. in the same shape the housing market was in back in 2004 and 2005. Yeah. yeah, we've allowed yeah. the fact that uh, we, we keep these uh, uh, politicians in, in office that are really out for themselves, and they, one of them will play like they're this, just kind of like that, that speech Obama gave. I'm not going to do this, and I'm not going to do that. That was crap. He, he memorized that. Somebody wrote it. Yeah. He started doing it as soon as he got into office. And it's the same thing with these rhinos on the right. Come on. We've got the clean house in 2014. If we don't start, you know, we're heading toward the cliff, everybody, and, and the, everybody hears that, but they don't pay any attention to it. And, and the things that you, we are talking about is hair raising. I mean, think about it. In the morning, we could be a third-world country looking yeah. for food. Well, we are already a third-world country. They're, he's buying up all the ammo. Try getting a hollow-point bullet. You know, the Department of Homeland Security, along with the IRS, and now I think I heard the post office is getting involved. Yes, you're right. Themselves. Exactly right. Yes. Yes. From what? I mean, and the military is being destroyed. Obama won't let anybody in unless they'll fire on American citizens. George reported, all military soon. George reported yesterday that the uh, Homeland Security is buying up 700 million rounds of ammunition, and the post office. We know what what does the EPA need? What does the EPA need guns for? For religious fanatics? I mean, what what's what, what's going on? The yeah. EPA. Let me e- tell you something, guys. The National Weather Service has been armed. <laughs> the the I'm I'm not kidding. It's not not the National Weather Service, but the National. Uh, Atmospheric and Oceanographic Institute. Yeah. They no have way. been armed now. Yeah. You know, the, the federal government through DHS has purchased enough rounds of ammunition that at the rate we were using ammunition in the Iraqi war, we could have extended that war by 25 years. That's how much the federal government has purchased in ammunition in the last four years. And they're yeah. doing it for two reasons. One, to be able to fire on their own citizens and impose martial law, which sounds radical. And the other is so that we can't buy ammunition. They're trying to remove it from the shelves. Exactly. It's a matter of but fact. But they didn't realize there are already billions of bullets in people's homes right now. So they're not going to put much of a dent in anything right now. I can they're tell you, really people, aren't. in my, my neighborhood, we have the chief of police. There's plenty of guns out here, and there's tons of bullets. They're, they won't make it. And a lot of the uh, people that manufacture bullets are not even going to sell to the government anymore. I read that up on George as well. So, I like uh, that. You know, that's a great idea. <laughs> you know, they used to be really available in places like Walmart and, yeah. and stores like that, but you, you can't find them there anymore. And, and yeah. uh, Ammo.com and all the others that I purchased from is uh, uh, definitely a a place where people have to go to arm themselves. I, I make yes. certain that uh, not ever am I going to be the person that wished he did something to protect himself and family. Yes. I'm just not going to be that person. Not going to happen. Not, and one yeah. thing that's starting to disturb me is ever since uh, the, the second presidency by our little miscreant Obama, there's helicopters flying over my house all the time. Yeah. I don't even understand why. I never Where do you live? Where are you? Military helicopters. Yeah. yeah. I don't understand that. I live in Aber- out near Aberdeen Proving Grounds, probably 20 miles from it. We have copters flying over here all the time. Maybe they're checking Maybe, air quality. Be. <laughs> they're checking for air quality for uh, the EPA. Who knows? Uh, it could be what you're saying, uh, Dr. Davis. Uh, maybe they're uh, looking at you. <laughs> uh, yeah, they put this phone call on satellite radio, and then there you went. You know, I'm under the gun at 3 o'clock in the morning to come down tonight and, 
and take yeah. me out. But they won't take me out without a fight, I'll tell you that. Yeah, yeah. they fly over here, they get an obscene gesture at them. <laughs> flying low enough that, to see it. And I always look up at them and make it fine. Because <laughs> I don't trust them. No, yeah. I don't trust the government at all. I, and I have good yeah. reason to. Um, yeah. We don't have enough time to go into a story or something like that, but I've, I've had enough interaction with the government. That's why I don't practice anymore. I couldn't do it. I'd rather take the cut and pay and, and get away from them. It's just ridiculous. I wonder, why, I wonder why the news media doesn't bring out the political uh, connection when it comes to somebody who's about to get thrown in jail, like the mayor, C. Ray Nagin in New York, in New Orleans. You know, they, don't, they, always, they always bring up the fact if, if a Republican is somehow involved in something nefarious, but, boy, they run like the hills when you when you got these guys stealing and, and about to go to jail. You know, they, yeah, they and don't, if they tell you about it, they won't mention he's a Democrat. Yeah, right. But but that's a right. Republican. They, they blamed Bush for Katrina. Time. Remember, Bush was blamed for Katrina. They, it was all over the media. Even Jay Leno was going on that. But when Ray Nagin is, is going to jail for for complete uh, incompetence in office and stealing and stuff, it's quiet. Most people don't even know it. Well, he's black. Too, well, you know, what helps him? Nagin is going to go. I mean, you know, he was he was convicted of accepting and giving out bribes. Yeah. He was uh, convicted of. Uh, you know, political favors and cronyism. Yeah. Uh, you know, he was convicted of, of several things like that. And you know very well he's going to appeal the convictions, and I'm guessing it's going to be based on, well, Obama getting away with it. Why can't I? Right. Yeah. And, and Obama will come in and pardon him, probably. Yeah. But look he's at Blagojevich. Look at Blagojevich. Am I exactly saying that right? right? I mean, he, yeah. he was on national yeah. television, even on the Trump show and all that other stuff. I mean, yeah. he's now finally in jail for trying to sell uh, Obama's position and, and give, getting uh, favors from somebody to recommend him for government and all that kind of crap. But the main guy who was uh, circulating through Obama and him both, can't call his name right off the top of my tongue, was, uh, uh, you know, like uh, a whistleblower came forward and, and put him in the hot seat, and then he began to reveal that you know Blagojevich, Bl- I can't say that name, yeah. uh, has uh, you know had known all along about what he was doing and all that type of thing. But you know the news media is not full of that. You know what, what is what do they choose? Just like you said, they're going to be choosing something to bait and switch. I love the word bait and switch because that's exactly what they do. That's why they, they throw the crap on the wall to hope that it sticks there so it will change your view. Have you listened or, or read some of the comments? On, I know you guys are involved in a bunch of these groups on LinkedIn, how they will actually change the subject by saying, oh, you're just a racist or look, have you, you, or homophobe. you keep talking homophobe. about these, yeah. these executive <laughs> orders that that all presidents <laughs> do them and all that kind of stuff. So. It's, yes. it's a it's a definite bait and switch. Someone someone in prominence called me a homophobe. I said I'd either fear fear uh, homosexual people, nor loathe them or anything else. I just don't believe men sleeping with men, and they they got they went all over me for it. So I just, yeah. What do you see? Your mind's already made up. I don't hate them. I work with some of them in the bigger companies that I'm surrounded with here, but that that's not inter- they're not interested only in their own agenda. That's what they're interested in. Yeah, real people. You know, I would say care. it's none of your damn business about exactly uh, right. whether exactly. I I uh, condone or condemn. I do not. I, I don't want to have any of my family members realize that that or, or come back and say, "Geez, you you just uh, hate those people." Well, no, I I have a belief system. They're not part of that belief system, and. And as far as unity of marriage goes, just because you come up one day and say, well, now, uh, we don't want that. We don't want you to say uh, marriage is between a man and a woman. Uh, we don't care about the book you're talking about. Uh, it's going to be our way, the highway, yeah. because we're minorities. And, by the way, uh, you have to be politically correct. I say, you know, screw you. It's not my choice. <laughs> you, better copyright. you better copyright that what you just said. Yeah. <laughs> no, face, Facebook, That's we were thinking of Facebook a while ago. They just came out with a list of 50 genders. Yeah. And, you know, you get <laughs> the squeaky wheel gets the oil. Yeah, I can't imagine what that is. Female. And that's it. <laughs> and I don't care what you want to be. Yeah. 
just don't make me want to be the same thing. Facebook's sure. an extension of the Obama administration anyway, and we all know it already. I mean, it's, it's, it's a given. They give all information up to whoever they want it up there. Yeah. Well, look, no, I'm hoping with it this just... New- was it just one woman that that took prayer out of the school? Do you remember uh, what her name was? The idea is that Mary, Mary, we, we, uh, we get we get politically correct and we Texas. stumble all over ourselves because of political correctness. We've yeah. got to get rid of that just devoid of political correctness. I'm, you know, that's it's killing us. Now, I'm hoping with this FCC and Obama wanting to get into all the newsrooms, maybe that will be enough to make these people get a little guts, get a little stiffness in their backbone, and yeah. start fighting this idea, because they're going to be told what to say, when to say, and how to say it. I mean, that's communist Russia well, with a vestian process. You know, you, you, you make a good point there, Mike, but here's the problem. You know, the, the alphabet media, the ABCs, NBC, CBS, MSNBC, yeah. CNN, you know, they don't care whether there's an Obama representative in their newsroom. I mean, they're already sitting in the cabinet meetings giving Obama yeah. advice. So yeah. they don't care. But here's, here's when it's going to affect them, is when there is no longer a socialist in control, when a, when a conservative, a Republican is sitting in the White House and wants to put their representative in that newsroom, then you're going to hear bloody murder being screamed uh, from the media. But the media is already a little on edge because of Spygate with the NSA and the spying on James Rosen and the spying on AP, you know, and things. So maybe you're right. Maybe they will, uh, you know, put up a little bit of a fuss on this thing. But I, I guarantee you whatever fuss they put up is more of a facade than a fuss. And may very think, well be, right? Yeah, yeah. Do you think, think there's... So. Unfortunate. Yeah. Do you think that there is enough strong-willed, strong-backed Americans, like the bunch of us here on this radio program, yeah. that will take charge whenever, whatever we call shit hits the fan? The idea is Japan had sense enough to know they didn't want to attack the mainland because of just people like us. We're willing to, you know, die for our country. It's, isn't there enough of us still left to, uh, to take back control when that bottom line hits? And we all know, we can sit here and talk about it over and over, but it's inevitable. We've got a person who wanted to destroy this country. He said a bunch of lies to get elected, and he's out there doing his level best to bow to the kings and to tell the world he's ashamed of America and his wife hates America, and now it's the first time she's proud of it because they elected a black man and all that kind of crap. It's, it's, all of those things are going to come home to roost, and I just hope that there is enough of us to realize when that time comes, whatever that is, that we are able to take back control. Yeah, I would just watch the drones tonight. Go quietly into the night. Check your yeah. check your house tonight. There will be drones all over the place. Yeah. Especially over <laughs> our house, <laughs> four of us. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the drone city. Oh my God. You know that's the, that's so true though. You know you you look up and just like Mike was saying, the helicopter. Well, you don't even see those drones around. They may be looking at you. Yeah, they're a lot higher. Well, you're yeah. looking up at the at the helicopter. We're going to try to get a good drone. shot at you. Yeah. yeah. The new stealth drone that's in the over. Yeah. You cannot imagine how much I appreciate everybody on this program. You absolutely make my day, make my week. I just love it to death. And talking the truth, uh, I don't give a damn if it hurts somebody out there. The truth is the truth, and we're going to talk about the truth, and we're going to be non-politically correct on this radio program. Yeah. From the bottom of my heart, I appreciate everybody's uh, input. We have this impromptu conversation. It's bold, and it is fresh, and it is absolutely what this country needs. And I know the listeners are really going to be applauding what we've done today together. And I can't uh, thank you enough, uh, Craig Anderson, Michael Talley, Dr. Mark Davis. You, you're just a bunch of great guys. I'm so proud to be acquainted with you, and I want to pray that you come back with me again next Thursday. And from right now, I've got to say good evening. 
My privilege. Thank you. Thank you. Dear President Obama, we, the people, have stated resolutely we reject your vision for our country. You claim you have not heard us. We, the people, have assembled across America resisting your efforts to subvert our Constitution and undermine our liberty. You claim you have not seen us. Since you have not acknowledged our message, let us here present it once more. For if, as President Wilson said, a leader's ear must ring with the voices of the people, the time has come. Our greatest treasure is freedom.